Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So Fauci just keeps digging and digging and digging. You know, you think you just come clean, right? I mean, you are a public servant paid by taxpayer dollars. You think you just say, listen, I'm Dr. Anthony Fauci. Um, I screwed up. I messed up. I'm paid by taxpayer dollars. Um, I made some bad calls. The evidence is now out there. Forgive me. Uh, let's move on. Nope. 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 Comes out yesterday, appears on the disgraced Nicole Wallace show and just keeps on digging. Hey, science is dynamic. It's evolving. That's what he said. Really? They told us the uh, science was settled on climate change and stuff. It's really weird. Now science is dynamic again. Tomorrow it'll be settled. Then the next day it'll be dynamic and evolving. Then it'll be settled, settled, evolving, settled, evolving, settled. It depends on what argument they want to make in any given day because liberals are total frauds. <laughs> we already knew that. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stand up to big tech. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I got Fauci digging a hole deeper and deeper and deeper. I've also got a stunning claim by racist Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, he's a racist. I'm, oh, you did. You, you can't say that on your show. Uh, we just did, and we'll say it again. Joe Biden is a hardcore racist. I have the proof. And he's a liar, too. <clears throat> Stunning statement by Joe Biden. Disgusting, grotesque statement by Joe Biden. Folks, today's show brought to you by our friends at ETS. Attention to new firearm owners and enthusiasts. I have a really great gift for Father's Day for you. In these uncertain times when it comes to personal and home defense, magazines are just as important as the firearm and ammo you carry. It's difficult, we know, to find durable, long-lasting, reliable, and lightweight magazines. You don't need to carry that extra weight. But I have a magazine right now you can depend on. Check it out. I want to tell you about the mags I trust from ETS. This is mine right here. It's the one with the tritium follower, which I love. This is from my uh, AR-15. For the past six years, ETS has manufactured the toughest polymer magazines. They're impact-resistant. They won't crack or break when exposed to harsh environments, chemicals, or extreme cold. And they're clear, allowing you to see ammo count and type, which means you can see how many rounds you have loaded and how many you have left. ETS magazines come with a lifetime warranty. They're available right now for Glock pistols, Smith & Wesson M&P, M&P Shield, Sig P320, H&K VP9, MP5, as well as AR-15. If you need durability and reliability for personal and home defense, check out the best magazines around at ETSmags.com. That's ETSmags.com. While you're there, don't forget to check out the really cool speed loaders. Load your magazines in a jiffy. Save your thumbs. That's ETSmags.com. Use promo code DAN. For 15% off your order, you won't regret it. ETSmags.com, promo code Dan. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. One quick announcement. We have the name. We have settled on the name for my new Fox News show beginning this Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. I really hope you watch it. You set your DVRs. Please help us be number one for the night. I would deeply appreciate it. The name of the show is Unfiltered with Dan Bongino. Why? Because if you listen to my show, you know filtering is not my bag of donuts. Unfiltered with Dan Bongino, starting this Saturday, 10 p.m., this Saturday, June 5th, Eastern Time. Set your DVRs, watch it live. I have got, I don't know if I can say it yet, but a spectacular series of guests I think you're really going to like. All across, not just political folks. I think you're going to dig it. All right, let's get to the show. Fauci keeps digging and digging and digging. So, he appears yesterday on Nicole Wallace, who is a uh, failed fake journalist. 
disgraced journalist, a PP tape hoaxer, kind of a joke of a human being. She once claimed to be a Republican to cash a check, now claims to be, uh, you know, a, a, what, a reformed Republican. I don't know, she's MSNBC. But um, Fauci, of course, goes on her show because uh, he knows she's a propagandist and not a truth teller. And he wants to get out of the email scandal we discussed yesterday where a bunch of his emails became public, where he's, in his own emails, he's questioning the efficacy of masks. Um, he, he's questioning where the coronavirus started. People are questioning to him gain of function research if we funded it. All of that stuff that he said didn't exist existed in his own emails, his own questions. So here's what he said yesterday on uh, Nicole Wallace's show. Check this out. And what they didn't seem to understand, I guess that's understandable <laughs> that they didn't understand it, is that science is a dynamic process. So something that you know in January, you make a recommendation or a comment about it. But as you get more and more information, the information leads you to change because that's what science is. It's a self-correcting process. So when you hear someone say something at one point, and then two or three months later, if you stick with what you said at the original time when you had one-fifth the amount of data that you have now, I think that would be inappropriate. Couple points on this. Fauci there is not wrong to try and give a fair assessment of the situation. Science is obviously dynamic and evolving. That's the whole purpose of a testable hypothesis and a retestable hypothesis. Sometimes we believe things that aren't true. People believe the world was flat once. The world isn't flat. The world is round. People had trouble grasping the concept of gravity. Then we had Newton. Then we had Einstein. People understood gravity a little bit better. People are still trying to understand gravity now. We have dark matter. People are just starting to understand that. The left, though, I'm, I'm just, I don't want to get off track here. I want to stick to Fauci, but I just want to be clear. The left has told us, though, about things like climate change. They've said the science is settled as if science isn't evolving. So I'm just curious if you're a leftist. Do you disagree with Fauci there? Is the science on climate change evolving too, or is that settled? That's the only science that's not evolving. That's devolving. I don't, you know, all right, I don't want to get off track just showing you how ridiculous leftists are who worship this guy, Fauci. But Fauci's not wrong. Science is dynamic. Science is evolving. The problem I have with Fauci is not that statement. The problem I have with Fauci is he made that statement and didn't treat the science as dynamic and evolving and made declarative dispositive statements as if he knew something you didn't when it came to, and I have it right here, lockdowns, masks, and social distancing. And as I said yesterday on my radio show, he made those statements, declarative statements about lockdowns, masks, and social distancing, as if he knew they would work, as if he was sure of it, or reasonably sure of it, despite the fact that the science had concluded no such thing. And those declarative statements he made where he sounded so sure, despite the fact that the science was and is evolving, affected millions, if not hundreds of millions of people's lives. He's a public figure, folks. He is open to scrutiny. You pay him. If he's uncomfortable with the scrutiny, I understand. It's not personal. I don't dislike Dr. Fauci. I don't know Dr. Fauci. I don't care to know him. I'm telling you, he chose a public profession, which is open to public scrutiny. You want to be a private MD? Go right ahead. For those who listened to my radio show yesterday, Fauci, I, I explained how Fauci is... The perfect example of what Bertrand Russell, I believe, called the turkey problem. Remember the turkey problem from the show? 
Joe, we talked about the turkey problem over and over. How yeah. the turkey problem. It's a problem about the speed of inf- information transmission and alleged certainty about that information when there's no such thing. Better explained by an example called the turkey problem. You have a bunch of turkeys on a farm. These turkeys don't know anything. This farmer, they know they're going to be killed the day before Thanksgiving for food, right? If these turkeys were smart and could access the internet on January, they think this is the greatest thing ever. Farmer Jones is feeding them, fattening them up, whatever. February, they're like, oh my gosh, this is like a vacation. We get to play and eat all day. We're getting all plump. By November, they think this is the greatest gig ever. They're telling every other turkey via the internet, come to Farmer Jones's farm. He feeds us. We don't have to do anything. We get to play all day. So everybody follows the, the instructions from the internet because they get the information transmitted almost light speed time. They come over to Farmer Jones's farm and Thanksgiving comes on. Off with your head. Turkey heads everywhere, just not attached to turkey bodies. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Very good. The turkey problem. It's meant to be, you know, kind of a laughable example, but it's not. It explains it's obviously there's no turkeys on the Internet, unless there's liberals listening or confused. (laughs) But you get the point when someone in a position of authority, a turkey on a farm or Dr. Fauci says something and the information can be transmitted at light speed and live time to people around the world and decisions are made. Let's go to the turkey farm based on that information. And the decision turns out to be wrong. I lost my head. That kind of hurts. You should take a lesson from that. And the lesson should be a little bit of humility instead of hubris. Dr. Fauci had the opposite. He had the hubris instead of the humility. You need evidence? Folks, I always bring evidence. Again, this isn't personal. This is an effort that he is a public figure to stop the nonsense emanating from his mouth and to stop any future damage from happening. If the science is evolving, stop making declarative, dispositive, almost certain statements about science you just admitted is evolving. I'm going to show you how Fauci Fauci says, you know, he, he recommended lockdowns, he recommended masks, he recommended social distancing, yet the science now is uncertain on that. Here's Fauci changing his mind on lockdowns. Here's a clip. Found this on uh, social media. This was Fauci back when H1N1 was spreading, saying, listen, lockdowns just aren't practical. Just be careful when you go out in public. And H1N1 was very, very deadly. Check this out. Avoid, particularly when there's flu in the community, avoid places where there are people who are sick and coughing and it's a crowded place. Now, that's difficult to do. You can't isolate yourself from the rest of the world for the whole flu season, but use some good judgment in that. Yeah. Okay, so what changed? He's clearly stating it's not practical for you to isolate yourself, and then they recommended isolating yourself in lockdowns. With a disease, the H1N1, that was far more lethal, I believe. So now here's Fauci, who, again, is you, you can hear him implying that lockdowns are impractical for that, and you can't isolate yourself. Here's Fauci, and and to be fair, the H1N1 did not have the prevalence in our society by far that coronavirus did. I'm trying to look at this with, you know, with, with, with clear eyes here. Not rose color, but not dark glasses either. So he says something that makes sense about H1N1. Be careful. Stay away from people who are sick. Now, I get it. Leftists will say, but coronavirus, we were very unclear about asymptomatic spread. Okay, so then don't recommend lockdowns until we're clear. That's my point. 
Here's Fauci defending lockdowns, masks, and social distancing. And then we'll go into the evidence that he was defending this stuff while he was still unclear about the science behind this stuff. Check this out. What Melbourne did, what Australia did as a country was very successful. I was on the phone with my Australian colleagues two nights ago, and they were describing exactly what you said. Whether or not that would be acceptable, I do not think so, Shep. I do not think it would be acceptable. There's COVID fatigue in this country, and people would be pushing back strongly. If that's the case, which I think it is, then we've got to do the next best thing. We've got to double down very, very strongly on the things that I've been talking about with regard to the universal acceptance of masks, distancing, and avoiding crowds and congregate settings. If we did just that, we would be doing much better than we are doing right now. Now, again, to be fair, he, he says there, and he's probably pretty accurate there, that the United States, the citizens here are tired of this and the lockdowns. And that there's a political problem there. That the body politic's not interested in this anymore. But he defends the Australian lockdown again, making a bold claim that he's apparently sure that the lockdowns were what happened, were what, what, what uh, halted the spread of coronavirus. Well, you'd think he'd have some you know, hard evidence to back that up. He also clearly says, defends the use of masks and social distancing. Folks, I'm just here to tell you, if Dr. Fauci, I, I know ScrewTube and the communists at Fakebook. Joe, you have the Soviet, you got to cue that up. Just for the beginning, please, if you have it. We need, I mean, anytime you mention uh, ScrewTube and Fakebook. Thanks. Soviet national anthem for, the, <laughs> for Fakebook and ScrewTube. You know, we know they'll, they'll probably, I understand they'll probably try to ban this episode. And I get that. And that's okay. I really don't care. That's why I'm on Rumble, a free speech platform. But understand, I'm just using Dr. Fauci's own words. He says the science is dynamic and evolving. So I'm giving you some of the science and some of the research right now so that you can make decisions based on evolving dynamic science. Anthony Fauci said it's dynamic and evolving. So if he's suggesting to you he's sure lockdowns work, surely there's some science out there. Well, of course there is. I'm going to show you a Wall Street Journal piece. Quite interesting. Donald Luskin. Oh, is this science we're allowed to look at? Are we not allowed to look at this? Is this? I thought science was evolving. Donald Luskin, the failed experiment of COVID lockdowns. New data suggests that social distancing and reopening haven't determined the spread. Is that, is that acceptable science or is that unacceptable science? Is science evolving only when it's acceptable and you have a narrative? Here, from the Wall Street Journal piece about lockdowns. Again, is this acceptable? Am I allowed to read this on the air? I'm only citing a researcher who's looking at the evidence. Is that okay? Or is it only okay when Fauci says science is evolving? He says, quote, measuring from the start of the year to each state's point of maximum lockdown, which ranged from April 5th to April 18th, it turns out that lockdowns correlated with a greater spread of the virus. States with longer, stricter lockdowns also had larger COVID outbreaks. The five places with the harshest lockdowns D.C., New York, Michigan, New Jersey, and Massachusetts had the heaviest caseloads. It could be that strict lockdowns were imposed as a response to already severe outbreaks, but the surprising negative correlation, while statistically weak, persists even when excluding states with the heaviest caseloads. Is that not science? I mean, it's, it's clearly a data analysis set done to find out if there is a correlation, positive or negative, 
between the severity of the lockdown and the severity of the spread. And as it turns out, the data appears to show where the heaviest lockdowns occurred, the heaviest spread happened. Again, I don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious why it's okay for Fauci to go on the air and not be banned by Facebook and ScrewTube and others and say things like, well, the science is evolving, my mind changes, new data came in. And yet when data comes in like this that I showed you back in September, we still have liberals and people like Fauci advocating for things like lockdowns. Even though he says the American public are tired of it. Maybe they're tired of it, Dr. Fauci, because the evidence clearly shows that they may not work. I thought the science was evolving. Here's the science on masks. We covered this the other day in this town hall piece by Spencer Brown. Again, are we interested in this at all, folks? Where people are walking around with face diapers, their businesses are being shut down, their jobs are being terminated. Are we allowed to look at the science? Here, town hall, masks didn't slow COVID spread. New study. From the town hall piece, it's pretty crystal clear, folks. The evidence is right there. University of Louisville study reports that, quote, mask mandates and use are not are not associated with lower SARS COVID-2 spread among U.S. states. Uh, It's right there, guys, ladies. It's right there. Why doesn't Fauci talk about this? I thought the science was dynamic and evolving. Is he interested in this? Or is he only interested in talking points and studies that make his point? Here, even worse, the University of Louisville study showed that prolonged mask use of four hours or greater of a a day promotes facial alkalinization and inadvertently encourages dehydration, which can enhance barrier breakdown and bacterial infection risk. There is a downside. Am I telling you they're totally useless all the time? That's not what I'm saying. Unlike other people, I don't make declarative dispositive statements I can't back up. Am I telling you lockdowns had no effect at all anywhere? I'm not telling you that either. I'm just telling you the data indicates that they probably didn't do what you think they did and carried with them significant economic side effects. I'm also telling you the mask usage didn't do what you think it did based on the research and also carried side effects, maybe not serious, but worth considering. What about social distancing? Remember, Fauci in that clip defends all of it. Lockdowns, masks, social distancing, even though in his emails, he seems very unsure. CNBC article. MIT researchers say time spent indoors increased the risk of COVID at six feet or 60 feet in a new study. Challenging social distancing policies. Is this science? Is MIT? MIT, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty decent school, right, guys? Last time I checked, MIT, pretty decent school. I'm pretty sure you have to be very smart to get to MIT. Are we allowed to look at that science or are we ignoring that? Is that science no good? Because it defeats a narrative. Is that science no good? I'm not telling you that story is conclusive on anything. I'm telling you it's a data point or a series of data points we should analyze before we make declarative statements like we have to social distance at six feet. All right, I'm going to take a break. On the other side of this break, I want to get to this Fauci email, too, we discussed yesterday about masks. And I'm not, don't worry, we're going to get to it quick. But I want to show you how, again, the fake fact checkers on Facebook, these absolute losers, 
They have to come in every time and protect their gods. It's a joke. Nobody takes them seriously. They're not fact checkers. They're opinion checkers. It's the biggest hoax out there. But I'll show you how they're trying to come to the rescue of Fauci. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Patriot Mobile. When it comes to mobile phone carriers, you have a ton of options. So what's the difference? Well, there's only one Christian conservative carrier in the country with broad, dependable coverage. They send a portion of every dollar you spend to support the First and Second Amendments, veterans, first responders, and the sanctity of life. Plus, you'll save money. That company is Patriot Mobile. And right now, you can get free activation plus a special gift when you go to patriotmobile.com. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage. It uses the same towers as all the major carriers, so you get the same great service, plus they have plans to fit any budget. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team has the highest rating among wireless carriers and are standing by to help build a customized plan for you today. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make the switch today. Don't wait. Get free activation plus a special gift with the offer code DAN. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call 972-PATRIOT today. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. We appreciate it. So, of course, you know, the fake fact checkers, which are becoming really an international embarrassment. Everybody laughs at them now. You got this guy who runs a site called Lead Stories. I'll get to in a second. I'm saying Alan Duke or something. The site's a, it's, it's an absolute joke. I actually go there for, for comedic relief sometimes, even though it's unintentional. So Fauci's email came out yesterday. Again, we just read Fauci's email, ladies and gentlemen. These aren't my words. They're Dr. Anthony Fauci's. Nobody is disputing the authenticity or genuine nature of the emails. They're clearly his emails from his government account. Therefore, being that he's paid by the taxpayer dollar, they are subjected to FOIA requests. And being that we paid him, we're entitled to see what he was doing on our time using our email. So Anthony Fauci wrote to Sylvia Burwell, quote, the typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. Well, folks, what's interesting is maybe around that time, Anthony Fauci was up and down. And remember, in the beginning, he said we didn't need masks. Then he said we did need masks. All right, fair enough. But jumping to his defense with the, a, a fact check to claim that Anthony Fauci did not give contradictory advice on masks when his own email seems to express a concern that masks don't work is so ridiculous and unbecoming, even for fact checkers who have the most the lowest standards you've ever seen for content. I mean, below like a celebrity gossip blog that I'm stunned they don't just admit that, yes, Fauci acknowledged in his email and said in his email he was questioning the efficacy of masks. It's right there on the email. So here we go. Dana Ford, who's another complete joker, at Lead Stories, June 2nd, 2021. Fact check. Fauci's private email on masks dated February 2020 does not conflict with what he was saying publicly around that. Notice, around that time. You see how they have to always rush to defend this guy? It is so obviously government Pravda-like propaganda that I'm stunned anyone. I mean, Dana Ford, have some dignity. Please have some dignity. Did you smoke a cigarette after this piece with Fauci? Have some personal dignity, please. The guy screwed up on masks. It's fair to criticize it. This is a free country. It's not personal. We pay him. Please have some dignity. My gosh, nobody takes, aren't you embarrassed 
Lead story. Lead story is a clown site. And Fakebook, because it's an even bigger clown site, uses lead stories to engage in their Soviet-like propaganda campaign against the truth. It's precisely because of Fakebook and their allegiance with fake fact-checkers that people are just figuring out now this virus may have come from the Wuhan lab because they colluded together to suppress the truth just like they did about Spygate. They're the real disinformation specialists. But there you go. Fact-checkers to the rescue again, folks. Every time someone liberals lionize and love gets in a bind, the fact-checkers always, always come to the rescue. Disgrace. You want to see something disgusting? Don't worry. It's not medical pictures from my tumor surgery or anything like that. Remember that? I was like, do I put that on the air? I was like, no, I don't think so. That was nasty. They took a big tumor out of my neck. When I, even now, when I think about it, I'm like, ugh. That thing was growing inside of me. It was like Quado from Total Recall. Remember that? The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie was like Quado, the dude growing out of his head or something. Gross. No, this is really disgusting in the real world, deeply impactful sense. Because this is the president of the United States. Gosh, it hurts to even say that. This guy's such a disgrace and an embarrassment. It, it pains me to say it. Oh, God. Freaking river gnats. They're the worst. Biden's a liar. He's a disgrace. Um, he's, a, he's a divisive figure. Um, Biden wants racial division in the country. There's no other explanation for his constant use of identity politics, race-based narratives to divide the country and try to get all of us to hate one another. It's disgusting. It's one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Here's a video of Biden. He was speaking at a commemoration of the uh, massacre in Tulsa. And instead of seeking to unite the country and celebrate the racial progress, dramatic racial progress we've made since that horrible incident, what does Biden do? He spins a yarn, a fairy tale, that the greatest threat to the country right now is most definitely white supremacy. There's a white supremacist around every corner. Check this out. According to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. I, I want to take a pause and a deep breath a second just to ask a question and pose a question to the audience. Who actually believes that in the audience? The conservatives and Republicans and libertarians are smart, so I'll limit limit it because I know you're the answer to the question. Of course you don't believe it because you're intelligent. But to the liberals who listen to my show, I know you're out there. I read your hate mail um, and your nasty social media posts. I I see them all the time, so you're obviously listening. to. I don't know why I'd rather you. I don't know why you're here, why you're so obsessed with me and the show. It's quite bizarre. But you actually believe that? You really believe that white supremacists are the biggest threat to you? So you believe in the neighborhood you live in? that there's a greater likelihood of a mass white supremacist attack in your neighborhood than there is from an ISIS or Al-Qaeda attack at some point in the future. Would you, what would you bet on that? If you were a betting, would you bet your life on that? Of course you wouldn't. The problem with Joe Biden, who is um, unbelievably our commander in chief, I mean, one of the greatest buffoons in the history of politics. The problem with that is that's how allocation of resources is. Don't think for a second this is just a political speech. Joe Biden doesn't believe that. Joe Biden's lying to you. He knows he's lying. He's a disgraceful human being. But because of Joe Biden's lies 
and his need to instill the lie in the federal law enforcement infrastructure. When money and assets are allocated towards fighting a problem, Joe Biden is going to have those money and assets targeting white supremacists he believes are around every corner while he believes we should subordinate uh, the fight against ISIS and al-Qaeda. You just heard, folks, I'm not making it up. You just heard it. It's not my words, it's his. Are you willing to risk your life on the fact that Joe Biden has our FBI and counterterror infrastructure fighting the white supremacist he believes around is around every corner while telling them, hey, don't worry about ISIS or al-Qaeda. Let's make them a second uh, priority number two instead. You really believe that's going to make you safer? If you do, I'm sorry. You're really an imbecile. I'm really sorry. What is Joe Biden basing this on? He's basing it on our politicized now law enforcement upper echelon in the federal government, which is really, I'm very sorry, not all, but many of them have just totally disgraced themselves through the Spygate thing, the collusion hoax, the upper levels of the FBI, the upper levels of the DOJ. They've become all politicians. Uh, their, their allegiance to law and order has been subordinated to their allegiance to the liberal cause, and it's disgusting. Why do I bring that up? Because Biden's using a now thoroughly discredited DHS report to claim that there's a white supremacist around every corner coming for you and that ISIS and Al-Qaeda are second-rate threats to white supremacists. You doubt me? I don't put my website up a lot, but when I do, I need you to check out this story. It'll be in my show notes today, my newsletter, Bongino.com, or if you want to read the newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. By Matt Palumbo. Biden falsely claims white supremacist terrorism is a greater threat than ISIS and al-Qaeda. How is he, because every, you, you have to know how to diagnose the left's BS, ladies and gentlemen. See it, diagnose it, treat it right away. The diagnosis requires the symptoms. Where is he getting the symptoms from? Biden's claiming there's symptoms of this white supremacy everywhere. He's not just making it up. Where is he getting these numbers from? The narrative's made up. But where is he getting that from? Well, one of the tricks they do, the left, to make you believe that white supremacy, which is obviously repulsive, obviously. No one needs to say that on this show. We have to tell liberals that. They're racist, you know. But the non-racist conservatives and Republicans who listen to my show don't need to be told that, of course. But if I'm going to allocate resources to a threat, I want to be damn well sure that that is the real threat. So how is Homeland Security and Joe Biden getting to this conclusion that white supremacy is a greater threat? Well, what they do is, watch this trick, watch this. They start the timeline for the body count right after 9-11. That's pretty convenient, isn't it? Think about it, right? You want to downplay ISIS and al-Qaeda. He just did that, Biden. He, they play second fiddle to white supremacy. He just said it, right, folks? He just said, did I miss it? You want to play it again? He just said that. He needs data to advance this false narrative. So he says, guys, um, we're going to need body counts for white supremacist attacks to be higher. Someone probably came to him and Obama and said, listen, because Obama has thrown this out too, this kind of nonsense. They said, listen, thousands of Americans were killed on 9-11 by Islamic terrorists. So that body count is going to be high. We had the Pulse nightclub attack. We got to find a way to minimize that body count and maximize the white supremacist body count. You get it? You see what they did there? 
So someone in the room sits around the table and they said, I got an idea. How about we just start counting the day after 9-11? And someone was like, genius. That's absolutely genius. Matt Palumbo's all over it in this piece. Here's a screenshot from the piece. Whether it's white supremacists or Islamic extremists that are America's biggest terror threat determines what timeline you're looking at. Given that 9-11 resulted in more deaths than every white supremacist terror incident in the 21st century, combined by a country mile, it cannot possibly be the case that white supremacist terror is a greatest threat than Islamic terror overall. So how do you fix that? Just switch the timeline and start measuring Islamic terror attacks after 9-11 instead. Disgusting trick, right? Clever, but quite disgusting. But that's what they do because they want to lie to you. Don't count the bodies from 9-11. Let's start the day after. Even then, though, Homeland Security and others had have issues getting the body count from white supremacist attacks to match the body count of Islamic terror attacks. So what do they do then? They just pick a very specific year and ignore the other ones. So not only they mess with the timelines, but they also classify it by attacks, not the number of people killed. White supremacists attack someone in prison. That's one attack. Islamic terror, uh, Islamic terrorist raids the Pulse nightclub, kills 49 people. Oh, oh, that's one attack. One attack. One for one there. No, it's not one for one. It's 49 for one. Here, Matt covers this in the second part of this piece. You got to read this piece. It's in my newsletter today. Again, Bongino.com. Check it out. Here's the saying, they, uh, they, uh, not the saying, here's the line from the DHS report. American domestic violence extremists, racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically white supremacist extremists, will remain the most persistent and lethal threat to the homeland. That's the key passage from the DHS report. Nothing that from the 2018 or 2018-2019 white supremacists conducted, uh, noting that from 2018 to 2019, excuse me, white supremacists conducted half of all lethal attacks eight total among domestic violent extremists, resulting in 39 out of 48 deaths from domestic extremism. For reference, the 2016 ISIS-inspired Pulse nightclub massacre alone killed 49 people, more than all white supremacists combined in 2018-2019. You see how they do that? Leave out 2016, measure 2018-2019. You see what they're doing? Instead of giving you a full scope and scale picture of the threat from white supremacy, which, again, obviously is repulsive and grotesque, instead of giving you a full-scope perspective, here's the amount of attacks and deaths from white supremacist attacks, here's the amount of attacks and deaths from Islamic terror attacks, what do they do? They play down the Islamic terror attacks, don't include 9-11, leave out the Pulse nightclub, and they only measure a year where they can measure an increased level of white supremacist attacks to make it seem like it's a greater threat. It's not a non-threat, but they want to make it appear like a greater threat because they want to keep minority voters frightened. That's what they do. They are the party of racism, the left. They want to keep minority voters poor, and they want to keep minority voters frightened. And that is a fact. Let me get to my last part of the piece, and i got to move on. Biden said also, uh, he said something else pretty disgusting during that speech. He said, quote, there were 37 members of the House of Representatives who were open members of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, that's fascinating because Biden failed to mention that most of them were Democrats. 
He also failed to mention, as I will now show you in a photo here, that Biden, there's a picture of Joe Biden. Do we need the Sharpie again? Let's do the Sharpie. Here we go. For are some liberals listening, they'll have a hard time determining who Joe Biden is. They may never have seen him. Here's a Sharpie. There's Joe Biden. What's Joe Biden doing there in that photo? What's he doing there? Any guesses? Any guesses, folks, what he's doing there? Oh, C-SPAN, too. What's that at the bottom? Oh, old Robert Byrd's funeral. Robert Byrd, Ku Klux Klan member. Yeah, Joe Biden eulogizing. Yeah, there it is, right there. Joe Biden eulogized a Klan member. He left that out. Fascinating. All right, let me get to my third sponsor. On the other side is I want to get to my rewriting history like magic section. Watch how everything we once thought under the Trump administration is now changed now that they, they've gotten, they got, they did what they had to do. They got Trump out. So now the media all of a sudden is going to start to tell the truth now that there's no penalty to a Democrat. Today's show brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Hey, summer's almost here, which means Father's Day is right around the corner. Get yourself delicious Omaha steaks. Send them to dad, then go over and eat by dad's house. Get the get out and grill assortment. What does it include? Ultra juicy burgers, plump chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and four 10-ounce butcher's cut New York strips. 20 entrees there. The strips are aged 30 days. Why is that aging important? Because age equals tenderness. You can cut these babies with a butter knife. They are delicious. Put a little of the Omaha steak seasoning on there. Get those grill lines on there. Mm. Plus, you'll get four free New York strip burgers with your order. They're ultra lean, juicy, and they pack a bold, intense flavor. Omaha Steak isn't just steaks. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. Visit omahasteaks.com, enter keyword Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Order the Get Out and Grill assortment today. Send that more than just a gift. Send them an experience he'll love, you'll love, you can share with you, you'll have a great time. Don't forget, for a limited time, get four New York strip burgers with your order. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword Bongino. One more thing I'll throw in there. Omaha didn't tell me. They're really good. Sorry, ETS, I need to hit my head there. I'm using your speed loader. But uh, they're really good for gifts. You're back in the office. You need something for an office. Get Omaha Steaks. Center keyword bungee. They're delicious. They're lovely for you. All right. Rewriting history like magic. The media, of course, always tells the truth later on to clean up the mess from lying in the past, but only when it won't penalize Democrats. They do this all the time. And the media tell the truth. Yeah, after they lie. They have to because they don't want to go down in history on the record for being on the wrong side of an issue. So they lie, 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 damage the Republican opponent, get rid of the Republican opponent, and then they go back and try to correct the record. You need the evidence? Don't worry, folks. I always bring the receipts every single day. Here's an exhibit for you. Exhibit one, Antifa. Remember this? This was when Trump was president. Katie Shepard, July 21st. 2020. Remember this? Violent protest clashes turned Portland into a right-wing boogeyman. Here's how it happened. So the Washington Post, just to be clear, playing down Antifa, Trump's president, so they can't have, you know, they can't have a, they got the Antifa, they're, they're their shock troops on the street. You got to protect Antifa. Trump's president, Trump doesn't like Antifa. Therefore, the Washington Post, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Well, we got, if Trump doesn't like Antifa, we got to love Antifa because that's what we do. Anything Trump does, we do the opposite. So they call the whole Antifa threat a right-wing boogeyman. Damage is done. They get rid of Trump. They do their job. They're full-time Pravda Soviet activists. What happens? Now look at this. Ooh, bang, zoom. Scott Wilson, 2021, Biden's president, Washington Post. 
Anarchists and an increase in violent crime hijacked Portland's social justice movement. Anarchists, violent crime. I thought that was a right-wing boogeyman. Didn't you just, didn't, didn't you just say that? You just saw that, right? Yeah, you read that too, right? That was there? That was, we just, everybody cool? Every right-wing boogeyman. Yeah. So Trump's in office. Anthony Joe, you saw the right? Antifa, right-wing boogeyman, Trump's in office. Trump's out of office. Violent crime, hijacking the movement. Dangerous, violent people. People, right-wing boogeyman. Yeah, missed that one. All right, so they're only rewriting history on Antifa. That's not too bad. Well, of course it's bad. It's awful. But they're also rewriting the history of uh, the COVID origin as well and pretending nobody will notice. Remember this gem? February 2020, Tom Cotton keeps repeating a coronavirus conspiracy theory that was already debunked. Washington Post, they were talking about the lab leak theory. was debunked. They said it was debunked. It's in the title right there. Watch how they edited this title. It's fascinating. Got rid of, you know, got rid of Trump, did their job, right? So now they go back, same article. Matter of fact, funny story. Yesterday, we were going to get Guy messed this up. Sorry, Guy, I don't mean it. Because they, it's the same, he thought it was the same article. He's like, Dan, you sent the same thing twice. I'm like, no, no, no. It's the same author, the same date, February 17, 2020, the same article in the Washington Post. But I said, Gee, read the title. Even it caught him by surprise. Here's the same article. But notice the title reads a little different. Tom Cotton keeps repeating a coronavirus fringe theory that scientists have disputed. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. T.O., Red flag on the field. Someone told me when I throw the red flag, you can't see it because it goes off camera. I'm really sorry, but what, uh, here you go. Now you can see it. There you go, on camera. There's laundry on the field, folks. Under the hood for review. The Washington Post said it was debunked. And now they're going back now, a year later, and changing the title. So they're undebunking a debunked conspiracy theory? How do you undebunk a debunking? It's not really a debunking if it can be undebunked. Am I, is, is, right? If it's debunked, it means you've determined it's false. How do you undebunk it? All of a sudden, you found that what you thought was false is true? I got another one for you, courtesy of a friend of mine. Remember this one? Again, shows you how they rewrite history. This is a gem. Remember the D.C. mayor, another disgraced politician, Muriel Bowser, total failure, um, overseeing the destruction of one of America's great cities, our capital, uh, just a train wreck of the highest order. Remember when Donald Trump walked outside of the White House during the BLM riots and they had closed off the street in front and they called it, you know, the photo op. Do you remember that, folks, in front of St. John's Church? He had the Bible with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember what the media said when that happened? Tyranny. Trump wants to be a monarch. Crushing silent dissent. He's crushing, uh, excuse me, crushing peaceful dissent. Meanwhile, they were trying to burn the church down. Definitely wasn't silent. Remember that? Tear gas everywhere. Matter of fact, Muriel Bowser, the disgraced mayor of Washington, D.C., went on Rachel, uh, Russia, Rachel, Moscow, Maddow show and really objected to Trump's tactics. Remember? Oh, he was using tear gas to clear it out so he could take a photo op 
Disgraceful. Remember that? Here's Muriel Bowser. Check this out. And while that is a concern for us, certainly, and we're fighting back at every level, Rachel, it should be a concern for every American uh, because they're moving on us hard and strong right now. Uh, but I think, and he's, he's even said that this is practice. So who's next? Uh, so we need to watch these mm -hmm. tactics. Uh, and make sure uh, that he's pushing down on us now and we're pushing back hard. And every American needs to be concerned about that and be with us. Um, because who's to say uh, that it won't be an, uh, it won't be another state uh, next? Very concerned about the crowd control tactics in D.C. Oh, my gosh, the tear gas, all that. So Muriel Bowser, far left radical Democrat, was terrified the tactics. Well, of course, now that. They got Trump out of office and did their job. All of a sudden, history gets rewritten, doesn't it? Look at this article in the Hill being the newsletter today. Oh, you need to read this by the great Jonathan Turley. Weird. Headline, Biden and Bowser administrations changed their tunes on last summer's riot response. <laughs> wait, wait, time out. We don't need to go to the red flag again, but there's still laundry on the field. I'm a little confused. Muriel Bowser said, I was very, Muriel Bowser, I'm very concerned with Trump's tactics, clearing out the front of the White House for a photo op, tear gas, riot control, very, this, this could happen anywhere. All the states need to be concerned. Muriel Bowser says, you need to be concerned. This is it. It's growing tyranny on behalf of Trump. That's really odd because now that the case is in court, Muriel Bowser and the Biden administration are saying the exact opposite. Strange, isn't it? Here's screenshot one from the piece in the Hill. Quote, now with Trump out of office, Bowser's administration insists there was nothing unreasonable in the use of tear gas to enforce a curfew and is asking the court to dismiss the lawsuit by protesters, including Black Lives Matter D.C. The media that spent the past year denouncing the Trump administration over its alleged use of tear gas seems now largely silent on Bowser's administration's claims. It claims its own use of force was reasonable. Nobody in the liberal ecosystem will ever hear this. This is why liberals don't know anything and what they do know is wrong. Liberals believe Trump and the PP tape. They believe the PP tape exists. They believe Trump and Vladimir Putin are buddies. They believe black men, 100,000 black men a year are being assassinated by police officers in the street. They believe the world's going to end in 10 to 12 years. Lib they believe coronavirus's lethality rate is like 7,000%. Liberals don't know anything Ever. And why? Because everything they're told is BS and they never question everything. They will still tell you to this day, the Trump administration, they were fascist. They used tear gas on protesters for a photo op. Really, that's fascinating because the federal government still denies the use of tear gas. And yet it's Muriel Bowser, liberal Democrat from D.C., who's defending the use of tear gas. Isn't that really strange? Remember how all the Democrats lost their minds over how Trump cleared out the front of the White House. Remember that? The Democrats thought it was horrible. Tyranny, fascism. That's, that's really odd, too, because then when you go to screen cap number two from the Hill piece, quote, the Biden administration agrees that the case should be dismissed entirely? The Department of Justice maintains that, quote, presidential security is a, power, a paramount government interest that weighs heavily in the Fourth Amendment balance. The DOJ counsel, John Martin, added, quote, Federal officers do not violate First Amendment rights by moving protesters a few blocks, even if the protesters are predominantly peaceful. Anyone? 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 Bueller? Anyone? 
So again, everything liberals have been told is bull. They use tear gas, fascists. No, no, it's actually the liberal Democrat mayor defending the use of tear gas. Did you miss that in the court case? He pushed people away from the White House, that evil Trump. It's the Biden administration defending that right now. People are such idiots if you're liberal. You believe anything. And again, if you listen to this show at the time that happened, I defended the use of those tactics because they were about 20 minutes away from having the White House overrun. Which, if it was Biden or Trump, is a bad thing. Can't have the president of the United States in a bunker while the White House is burning down. I thought that was obvious. How do we live with such morons in this country? I, I you know, I know some of you don't like the hostile, and that's all. I get it. That's okay. It shows not for everybody. But I'm just tired of it. Nothing these people believe is true ever. Trump used tear gas. It's the D.C. mayor defending that. You still believe that? Why aren't you attacking her? It's the Biden administration defending Trump clearing the front of the White House. The Biden, why aren't you attacking him? Because you're phonies. Because you're total fakes. Disgusting. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And I'm going to get to the unbroken leg fallacy. It's back. The best example I've seen in a long time. Final sponsor today, Jen Yourself. Friends, summer's only a couple weeks away. It's time to celebrate longer days and fun in the sun. You most certainly deserve it after what we just been through. Right now, Chamonix celebrating with a sale you deserve. During Genucel's summer blowout, get the brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum absolutely free with your order. Here's Bobby from Fresno, California. Three days before my doctor's appointment, I started using Zotique. And she claimed, what have you changed? Your skin looks great. She told her, hey, it's Zotique. It's truly a miracle worker. Thank you. And for a limited time, every GenuCell order includes the GenuCell jawline treatment and their legendary GenuCell XV anti-wrinkle moisturizer, also free. Very popular around here. Three free gifts when you order GenuCell today. Give your skin the best skin care money can buy and look 10, 15, even 20 years younger. Chamonix promises you'll see results within 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. Go to GenuCell.com. Enter my discount code DAN40, that's DAN40, for an additional $40 off your order plus free gifts today. Don't wait. Go to GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. That's GenuCell.com, promo code DAN40, DAN40 at checkout. Thanks, GenuCell. We appreciate it. One more time, by the way. It's Joey B. Joey uh, Bag of Donuts there. The president, Joe Biden, Sharpie lines around. Robert Byrd's funeral. Ku Klux Klan member. There you go, folks. I'm explain that one away. You know, I was talking the other day about scams and stunts and tricks the media use to convince you of things that aren't real, like Trump cleared out the White House because he's a fascist and used tear gas to bomb peaceful protests. Of course, if you're a liberal, you believe that because you're just not that bright. But the media helps by parroting false narratives and isolating people from the truth. And one of the things the media does all the time is they use things like the unbroken leg fallacy, where they suggest that the government can somehow fix a problem that the government created. It's called the unbroken leg fallacy. And I, don't, I can't talk about it enough because it appears all the time. And you need to just recognize it at the snap of a finger. The government introduces some policy that breaks your legs. 
And then in order to fix your broken legs, the government comes back with more of the policy that broke your legs in the first place. Hey, we're here to fix it. I have never seen a clearer example than this morning in the Wall Street Journal opinion section. Headline, labor shortage draws attention of U.S. lawmakers. I don't even want to read the subheadline because I want to read the screenshot. So just to be clear, there are a massive number of unfilled jobs in the country right now. There is a large number of unemployed people. In a sane world, open jobs and unemployed people would find each other. I have to go slow. There are media people listening. They don't get this stuff. Open jobs, unemployed people usually connect. It's very rare to have a high number of open jobs and extremely high unemployment. A normal person outside of the media would say, well, if there's all these open jobs, why are all these unemployed people not working? Well, because the media is not comprised of normal people. It's comprised of utter buffoons. They can't seem to figure it out that the United States government under Democrats decided it would be a really good idea to give enhanced unemployment benefits that pay large swaths and groups of Americans more money to not work. So unemployed people, open jobs, the unemployed people, they're not dumb. Many of them are like, well, let me get this straight. If I go back to work, I'd lose money. I can sit home and watch Teletubbies and not go to work. Yes, Teletubbies, more money. Work, no Teletubbies. I'm going to take Teletubbies and more money. Liberals have a hard time in their media acolytes, sycophants, figuring that out. It's very tough for them. So now to fix that problem, you would think you'd do what Republican states are doing, which is what? You'd say, well, if enhanced unemployment benefits are the problem, let's lower those benefits so you don't make more money by not working. Nope. That's not what the government figured out. Here's the unbroken leg fallacy. Break the leg, introduce more of what broke the leg, back to fix the broken leg. From the journal piece. <laughs> this is unintentionally hilarious. Congressional lawmakers from both parties are considering incentives such as providing federal funding to pay for hiring bonuses for workers and expanded tax credits for employers. Are you kidding me? Is this real? As my father used to say, are you of this earth? Is this even real? So you pay people to not work an extraordinary amount of money for unemployment, a lot, relatively speaking. Not relatively speaking to our standard of living, but for unemployment benefits, it's a lot. You pay them not to work. They don't work. And now, instead of just reducing the benefits, you want to pay employers hiring bonuses to hire back the people you're paying not to work. If there was... Joe, that's at least a double. That's at least a deuce right there. Come on, guy. You got, at, that is a minimum a double monthly, right? Joe, come on. That's hilarious. That if this... Oh, that, you know, triple. We have... Folks... We have not had a triple Muttley. We've only had two quadruple Muttleys. We've maybe less than 10 triple Muttleys. But I have to agree. That may have been maybe a two and a half. But that was definitely at least the 2.5 Muttleys right there. Pay, you idiots. You pay people not to go to work. They don't work. And then you want to pay the employers extra to try to get the people you're paying not to work to try to go back to work. Only in government. Only in government. If you were sitting around the boardroom of a private corporation and proposed something so ridiculous, you would be laughed out of there tomorrow and the shareholders want you banned from the building and made a do not admit with your picture on the door tomorrow. Do not admit this idiot back into our company. Imagine that. 
you sell, what do I got over here? You sell, you sell pens, okay? You're working for whatever, Joey Bag of Donuts Pen Factory, okay? So you're working for the pen factory and you got a problem. You need 100 workers and you're 30 short. You have 70, you need 30 more. You need 100 for the factory to operate at full capacity, right? So you need 30 workers. You're paying extraordinary salaries, right, to people to try, and they will not go to work. And then you find out that someone in the company who's trying to sabotage the company is then paying people applying for the job to get rid of their applications and go work somewhere else because they want to sabotage the company. They'll slide them a little money on the side. And instead of saying, wow, we should find who that guy is, fire him and stop paying people not to come in for their job application interviews on the job. Instead of doing that, you go, no, no, I got an idea. Let him continue to pay people not to come in for the job interview after the application. And let's just pay people more money than the guy paying them not to come in for the job interview. You would be looking at this guy like, is this real? Quoting John Bongino, my dad, is this man of this earth? Like, is this, he would say that when he thought you were saying something dumb. I don't need, don't ask me why. He had a lot of sayings that still don't make a lot of sense, but they were funny when we were kids. Are you of this earth? Are you of this? Does that even make sense? Instead of getting rid of the guy, like the government who's paying people not to work? <laughs> you know. All right, folks, I got to wrap up a little early today. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, it's a, a, a lot. It's all good, though, I promise you. So again, a couple requests. Uh, I've been getting a lot of emails about my radio show. People saying, uh, you know, Dan, we hear it in your market. We love it. Other people saying, hey, Dan, we don't hear your show. If you want to hear my show, you have to call, email, tweet, parlor, Facebook, your local radio station and ask. It's the only way. I really appreciate your interest, but it's the only way. Um, it's your radio station. They listen to local viewers. And please, again, set your DVR Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern time, this Saturday, June 5th unfiltered with me, Dan Bongino. I got a killer guest lineup. You're going to love it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.